thank you for joining the Partnership Podcast. I'm always struck by the variety of independent funeral directors up and down the UK. And this week's guest is a prime example of that. Jardine Funeral Directors is a sixth generation family business, which has been serving the people of Dumfries since the 1860s. Like many of you, it merges that tradition with modernity. In Jardine's case, that takes many forms. The business owns its own crematorium, has been involved with the Scottish government's work, and is also known for being at the forefront of marketing innovation. So today I'll be speaking to Ruth Jardine, business manager and part of that sixth generation. So Ruth, lovely to see you today. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And thank you for inviting me to be part of this, Malcolm. It's an absolute pleasure. So I've been looking forward to this conversation because I have heard quite a bit of what you've been doing down in Dumfries. So look, I mentioned marketing in my introduction, and that can mean different things to different funeral directors. So could you talk a little about Jardine's approach to marketing and what you care about as a business? Well, for me, all marketing starts from our core values and what we care about as a business. Um, Our unique selling point is part of our strapline, our family caring for your family since 1862, being a sixth generation family business. This is something that corporate funeral companies cannot do. They cannot claim this. So all our marketing centers from that. We care about people. We care about families and we hold Mm -hmm. affordability at the core and we are transparent. We are open with all our marketing. We regularly have open days to showcase our business and for people to ask questions. Marketing is always kept specifically to our area in a rural area. Relationships with other funeral directors to me are crucial. So we never encroach on our neighboring patches of, of funeral directors. In the pandemic, Marketing was done, I would say, tastefully, if that's the the correct terminology. As you know, marketing is planned in often months in advance. I mean, that that very same week that that Boris announced we were going into lockdown, I was due to go into a shopping centre with a stand promoting prepaid plans. Right. We had to withdraw. There there was no, you know, it just didn't make sense. But in in terms of of marketing, let me just share pre-pandemic the types of things that we would be involved in. Um, Leaflet drops, um, Facebook, regular posts there. We've um, done a a session on a a billboard recently, radio Mm -hmm. advertising, um, newspaper advertising, helping, I suppose, in in the local community and just um, helping people to... More to see that funeral directors are very much part of the community. We're recognised as that. As I say, the open days to me are crucial because it invites people in. It lets them see what we're about. And the the value of that and and what's been been said about that has been been tremendous. People have written letters to say how important that was and how surprised they were by just the the absolute immaculate facilities that we have. It also gave funeral directors the opportunity to talk about the work that they do. And they found that um, very humbling, actually. Thank you. Um, Now, we recently heard from G Waffle in Derby about how they changed their approach in the face of the pandemic. Would you say that's had a big impact for you too? And how has your own work flexed in the last 12 months or so? 
yes, it, it has had a big impact. Um, specifically due to the restrictions, we couldn't give the same face-to-face approach that is instilled in our business ethos. That handshake when we're meeting somebody, that sit and have a cup of tea, have a chat in a relaxed environment. But that doesn't mean that clients by any means have been shortchanged. They have been given the same high level of care to the deceased. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we have done is we've embraced modern technology. So arrangements are conducted through Microsoft Teams, FaceTime, over the phone. I know myself, um, as as part of my role, I'm a funeral celebrant, I've, I've conducted um, interviews outside, particularly in that lovely um, weather that we had at yeah. the start of the pandemic there. There have also been other initiatives that we've, we've, we've tried to do. We tried to look at the situation and, and almost create innovation. One thing that funeral directors w- will be aware of is that in, in the Scottish tradition, cords are very much a part of, of yes. burial. Um, and unfortunately, that was something that they said that that's not possible due to the you know the, the distancing. So in in several occasions, what we did was we did provide cords, but not in the traditional way, not attached mm-hmm. to the coffin, laid um, at the graveside. And when the coffin was lowered by the funeral team, the close family members were still invited to come forward to pick up a cord and right. place it in the grave. Yeah, that's oh, that's fine. lovely. That's lovely. Yeah. My other role is crematorium manager at Rook and Lock Crematorium and Woodland Burial Site, which is um, innovation that my, my husband created back in, in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, Rook and Lock is set in 70 acres of beautiful um, landscape. We have a huge lock right in front of the chapel building. What we did at the very, very start of the pandemic, in fact, before Boris announced the the, the lockdown was, the research was showing that the virus was more prevalent inside. So we thought, okay, we can go outside. And we're in a very fortunate position that at Rook and Lock, we have a beautiful port cushion area um, right at the the front of the chapel and in inclement weather the service could be conducted under the port cochere or in many cases was conducted right beside the lock edge certainly all of the people who i personally conducted funerals for Mm -hmm. said they wouldn't have wanted it any other way i'll just share um specific quotations with you please my dad's sisters and I would like to thank you, Ruth, for the ceremony that you gave to say goodbye to our mum last Tuesday. It was just perfect, beautiful, special, so peaceful. What had originally seemed really difficult, not being able to have the usual funeral, turned out to be far more meaningful and significant for us. In retrospect, we wouldn't have wanted it any other way. The audio recording we made was also wonderful. The bird noises and the sounds of fountains in the lock are present throughout. Very special. That's um, lovely, isn't it? It is. And, uh, and another one, again, just stating that, you know, we didn't know what to expect under the circumstances, under the restrictions, but a very beautiful, intimate service. Mm-hmm. Um, we've looked to try and make things different for people to give them what they need. Um, And another initiative, which I know many other funeral directors have done as well, is supporting sharing the cortege route. Um, And I think as as we move forward, that is something that um, should should continue. 
Yeah, and look, I was, I was going to make that point, actually. It's, it sounds like some of the sort of modifications to the service you, you've made, you've discovered that families actually really appreciated, and some of these changes may actually remain long after the pandemic has gone. Absolutely. And in my experience, and, and I must state it is my experience in taking, and, and my husband as well, taking mm-hmm. numerous hundreds of services during this period between mm-hmm. us, all of our clients, not not 95%, all of our clients are saying this to us was perfect because it gave us the opportunity not to have prying eyes watching us grieve. It was a mm-hmm. private experience and they didn't feel that they were under maybe pressure to invite other people to attend with a formal notice in a newspaper. It was something very personal to them. I have picked that actually up from other funeral directors. That intimacy has been appreciated throughout. Excellent. Let, let's just focus a bit more on the digital marketing specifically, which you've referenced already. What is it about the likes of Facebook campaigns specifically that you think has been worthwhile and how are they working for you as a business? So Facebook campaigns, I feel, are great because they can be tailored to target a specific demographic within the funeral director's local area. Um, For us, we have had a great response to Facebook campaigns. I'll give you some Mm -hmm. statistics. Um, We did a recent leaflet drop in the month of February, and we dropped within um, a a specific postcode, and tailored to that was a Facebook campaign. In that one campaign, maybe just over a week to two weeks, um, we had 100 inquiries. 26 of them were from Facebook. So to me, Facebook works hand in hand with the other aspects of what we do as a business. Mm -hmm. Um, People can engage with the post. They can ask questions. They get a very fast response as well. Mm -hmm. It it also worked well um, around the Christmas time period, um, most too well, in fact, when we were part of the the Light a Candle um, campaign. which again provided a, a vehicle for bereaved people to to share to share their thoughts and and, and have a candle placed placed on the page. Mm-hmm. So I feel it's it is of great value, um, but it has to be used sensitively. Right. Um, we've been running this maybe for it'll be over a year now, possibly mm-hmm. a year and a half, and I felt that I needed to get a total understanding on how it worked before maybe I delegated it to somebody else. Um, And one thing that I feel is really important about Facebook is that we do not bombard people continuously. Thank you. Can you just sort of talk us a little bit more about how you've made sure the customer journey through this period has lived up to your normal sort of brand values that you like to deliver? Yes. I mean, we have offered a variety of ways um, Arrangements, for example, using a vehicle that the client is comfortable with. So whether that be with Microsoft Teams, FaceTime, Zoom, or if they're not comfortable with that, the good old-fashioned phone call. But what's really interesting is that during this period, we've possibly had even more contact with families than we would normally have done. And we feel that that is something that we've we've looked at and thought, how can we how can we take that forward um, when when this period is 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 over i think as well the good customer journey that as i was describing is that very personal intimate funeral 
um, for for that 20 people um, who don't have to hide their grief from the onlookers. And what we have offered during this period is we purchased um, something called a GoPro camera. Um, we've been recording services um, and they get that given on a, on a USB pen stick afterwards. Mm -hmm. So if they want that, that the service is there. Mm -hmm. um, at Christmas time, we pre-recorded the service and we put it on Facebook. No, it's 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 interesting. And I I particularly liked the way you positioned the choice. It's it's nice that you actually offered your families the one they were most comfortable with rather than insisting they use one particular platform. Yes. And I think as well, all of us come from a different place, don't we, with social media or with yes. technology. You're talking to somebody who two years ago didn't even have an iPhone. I've taken this on board and what I've done is I've then shared that with our team. So so that's 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 very positive experience that's come out of it. Yes, it is, isn't it? Thank you, Ruth. Um, okay, look, we can't end without talking a little bit about regulation. Given how both pre-need and at needs, you know, regulation is coming to a head right now, you're no stranger to working with the government. How do you see the next few months and beyond? Well, for me, inspection, licensing are both positive steps because for bona fide funeral directors, there is no need to be fearful of this. It safeguards the profession. It stops those coming on board who perhaps don't operate with the utmost integrity and professional values. We have actually an ideal opportunity for the government to recognise that funeral directors are actually a vital part of society. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have coped. The UK would not have coped in this pandemic without its funeral directors what? who, let's remember, at the start, weren't always valued. Think back to March, April, May last year, the lack of PPE. They weren't even on the list of key workers. Recently, vaccination status. We've had to fight all of the way for these mm -hmm. things. And these people have worked tirelessly throughout the pandemic. Um, some of whom are um, a one-person funeral director. They're working round the clock. They are exhausted. One of our team went through a, a very close bereavement du during the time, yeah. but yet they're expected to come out like a boxer and fight back every single day. Mm -hmm. um, and I just hope that, as I say, that this is an opportunity for the funeral directors to be recognised for who they are and the positive benefits that they provide to their community. So I think it's 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 a positive step. Regulation is a positive step. Um, I do have one fear, and that's relating specifically to, to pricing. Mm -hmm. Although I see that pricing is really important in, in the sense that we are transparent about what we do and yeah. estimates are transparent and there's nothing hidden. Um, each funeral director is different. Their premises are different. Their facilities are different. The staff that they have are different. Their overheads are different. If a client is offered a price from one funeral director, is what they're getting the same product? Um, yeah. It's about making funerals become more transparent in talking about what we would expect from a funeral and how would the public know what that should include? How would they know that 
some funeral directors still don't have refrigeration, but hopefully things will be become clearer, particularly with, with Bert Swanson on board now to, to, to guide us. OK, Ruth, thank you. Well, I have no doubt after listening to you that, that you put the customer and the family at the heart of your business. So I am sure you will cope with regulation in any form or format as it comes along. Ruth, thank you for your time today. Very much appreciated. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening to another Partnership Podcast. As Suzanne outlines in this month's Safe Insight, the next few months will leave a lasting imprint on the funeral profession. So we'll continue to bring you interviews with people at the fore of the changing face of funerals. You can get every podcast episode on goldencharter.buzzsprout.com or on a multitude of podcast apps. And you can reach me on malcolm.flanders at goldencharter.co.uk if you have any questions or would like to get involved. Till next time, stay safe and I'll talk to you again on the Partnership Podcast.